0: Joe Biden now is stepping up to the podium for his speech, expected to mandate 80 million private sector workers now get the COVID-19 vaccine or face large fines. Uh, Let's see if he mentions Afghanistan. And uh, here's Joe Biden. I
1: want to talk to you about where we are in the battle against COVID-19, the progress we've made and the work we have left to do. And it starts with understanding this. Even as the Delta variant 19 has COVID-19 has been hitting this country hard, we have the tools to combat the virus. If we can come together as a country and use those tools, if we raise our vaccination rate, protect ourselves and others with masking, expanded testing, and identify people who are infected, we can and we will turn the tide on COVID-19. It'll take a lot of hard work. It's going to take some time. Many of us are frustrated with the nearly 80 million Americans who are still not vaccinated, even though the vaccine is safe, effective, and free. You might be confused about what is true and what is false about COVID-19. So before I outline the new steps to fight COVID-19 that I'm going to be announcing tonight, let me give you some clear information about where we stand. First, we have considered, we've made considerable progress in battling COVID-19. When I became president, about 2 million Americans were fully vaccinated. Today, over 175 million Americans have that protection. Before I took office, we hadn't ordered enough vaccine for every American. Just weeks in office, we did. The week before I took office on January 20th of this year, over 25,000 Americans died that week from COVID-19. Last week, that grim weekly toll was down 70%. And then three months before I took office, our economy was faltering, creating just 50,000 jobs a month. We're now averaging 700,000 new jobs a month in the past three months. This progress is real. But while America is much in better shaped than it was seven months ago when I took office, I need to tell you a second fact. We're in the tough stretch, and it could last for a while. Highly contagious Delta variant that I began to warn America about back in July spread late summer, like it did in other countries before us. While the vaccines provide strong protection for the vaccinated, We read about and hear about and we see the stories of hospitalized people, people on their deathbeds, among the unvaccinated over the past few weeks. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And it's caused by the fact that despite America having unprecedented and successful vaccination program, despite the fact that for almost five months, free vaccines have been available in 80 percent 1, different locations, we still have nearly 80 million Americans who have failed to get the shot. And to make matters worse, there are elected officials actively working to undermine the fight against COVID-19. Instead of encouraging people to get vaccinated and mask up, they're ordering mobile morgues for the unvaccinated dying from COVID in their communities. This is totally unacceptable. Third, If you wonder how all this adds up, here's the math. The vast majority of Americans are doing the right thing. Nearly three quarters of the eligible have gotten at least one shot. But one quarter has not gotten any. That's nearly 80 million Americans not vaccinated. And a country as large as ours, that's 25% minority. That 25% can cause a lot of damage, and they are. The unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals or overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units, leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or pancreatitis or cancer. And fourth, I want to emphasize that the vaccines provide very strong protection from severe illness from COVID-19. I know there's a lot of confusion and misinformation, But the world's leading scientists confirm that if you're fully vaccinated, your risk of severe illness from COVID-19 is very low. In fact, based on available data from the summer, only one out of every 160,000 fully vaccinated Americans was hospitalized for COVID per day. These are the facts. So here's where we stand, the path ahead even with the Delta variant, it's not nearly as bad as last winter. But what makes it incredibly more frustrating is that we have the tools to combat COVID-19, and a distinct minority of Americans, supported by a distinct minority of elected officials, are keeping us from turning the corner. These pandemic politics, as I refer to, are, are, make, are making people sick, causing unvaccinated people to die. We cannot allow these actions to stand in the way of protecting the large majority of Americans who have done their part and want to get back to life as normal. As your president, I'm announcing tonight a new plan to require more Americans to be vaccinated to combat those blocking public health. My plan also increases testing, protects our economy, and will make our kids safer in schools. It consists of six broad areas of action and many specific measures in each, that in each of those actions you can read more about in whitehouse.gov, whitehouse.gov. The measures, these are gonna take time to have full impact. But if we implement them, I believe, and the scientists indicate that the months ahead, we can reduce the number of unvaccinated Americans, Decrease hospitalizations and deaths, and allow our children to go to school safely and keep our economy strong by keeping businesses open. First, we must increase vaccinations among the unvaccinated with new vaccination requirements. With the nearly 80 million eligible Americans who have not gotten vaccinated, many said they were waiting for approval from the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Well, last month, the FDA granted that approval. So the time for waiting is over. This summer, we made progress through the combination of vaccine requirements and incentives, as well as the FDA approval. Four million more people got their first shot in August than they did in July. But we need to do more. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. The people you work with, the people you care about, the people you love. My job as president is to protect all Americans. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. Some of the biggest companies are already requiring this. United Airlines, Disney, Tyson's Food, and even Fox News. The bottom line, we're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. We're going to reduce the spread of COVID-19 by increasing the share of the workforce that is vaccinated in businesses all across America. My plan will extend the vaccination requirements that I previously issued in the healthcare field. Already, I've announced, we'll be requiring vaccinations at all nursing home workers who treat patients on Medicare and Medicaid because I have that federal authority. Tonight, I'm using that same authority to expand that to cover those who work in hospitals, home healthcare facilities, or other medical facilities. A total of 17 million healthcare workers. If you're seeking care at a health facility, you should be able to know that the people treating you are vaccinated. Simple, straightforward, period. Next, I will sign an executive order that will now require all executive branch, federal employees to be vaccinated, all. And I've signed another executive order that will require federal contractors to do the same. If you want to work with the federal government and do business with us, get vaccinated. If you want to do business with the federal government, vaccinate your workforce. And tonight, I'm removing one of the last remaining obstacles that make it difficult for you to get vaccinated. The Department of Labor will require employers with 100 or more workers to give those workers paid time off to get vaccinated. No one should lose pay in order to get vaccinated or take a loved one to get vaccinated. Today, in total, the vaccine requirements in my plan will affect about 100 million Americans, two-thirds of all workers. And for other sectors... I issue this appeal to those of you running large entertainment venues, from sports arenas to concert venues to movie theaters. Please require folks to get vaccinated or show a negative test as a condition of entry. And to the nation's family physicians, pediatricians, GPs, general practitioners, you're the most trusted medical voice to your patients. You may be the one person who can get someone to change their mind about being vaccinated. Tonight, I'm asking each of you to reach out to your unvaccinated patients over the next two weeks and make a personal appeal to them to get the shot. America needs your personal involvement in this critical effort. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. So please do the right thing. But just don't take it from me. Listen to the voices of unvaccinated Americans who are lying in hospital beds, taking their final breath, saying, if only I'd gotten vaccinated. If only. It's a tragedy. Please don't let it become yours. The second piece of my plan...
0: Stations is along is the Sean Hannity Show Network, we're staying with the president's speech on COVID-19, where he says, this is not about your personal freedom or personal choice. It's not? Listen.
1: ...vaccinated. For the vast majority of you who've gotten vaccinated, I understand your anger at those who haven't gotten vaccinated. I understand the anxiety about getting a breakthrough case. But as the science makes clear, if you're fully vaccinated, you're highly protected from severe illness. Even if you get COVID-19... In fact, recent data indicates there is only one confirmed positive case per 5,000 fully vaccinated Americans per day. You're as safe as possible, and we're doing everything we can to keep it that way. Keep it that way. Keep you safe. That's where boosters come in. The shots that give you even more protection than after your second shot. Now... I know there's been some confusion about boosters, so let me be clear. Last month, our top government doctors announced an initial plan for booster shots for vaccinated Americans. They believe that the booster is likely to provide the highest level of protection yet. Of course, the decision of which booster shots to give, when to start them, and who will give them, will be left completely to the scientists at the FDA and the Centers for Disease Control. But while we wait, we've done our part. We bought enough boosters, enough booster shots, and the distribution system is ready to administer them. As soon as they are authorized, those eligible will be able to get a booster right away in tens of thousands of sites across the the country for most Americans, at your nearby drugstore, and for free. The third piece of my plan is keeping, and maybe the most important, is keeping our children safe and our schools open. For any parent, it doesn't matter how low the risk of any illness or accident is when it comes to your child or grandchild. Trust me, I know. So, let me speak to you directly. Let me speak to you directly to help ease some of your worries. It comes down to two separate categories. Children ages 12 and older who are eligible for a vaccine now. And children ages 11 and under who are not yet eligible. The safest thing for your child 12 and older is to get them vaccinated. They get vaccinated for a lot of things. That's it. Get them vaccinated. As of the adults, almost all the serious COVID-19 cases we're seeing among adolescents are in unvaccinated 12 to 17-year-olds, an age group that lags behind in vaccination rates. So parents, please get your teenager vaccinated. What about children under the age of 12 who can't get vaccinated yet? Well, the best way for a parent to protect their child under the age of 12 starts at home. Every parent, every teen sibling, every caregiver around them should be vaccinated. Children have four times higher chance of getting hospitalized if they live in a state with low vaccination rates rather than states with high vaccination rates. Now, if you're a parent of a young child, you're wondering when will it be, when will it be the vaccine available for them? I strongly support independent scientific review for vaccine uses for children under 12. We can't take shortcuts for that scientific work. But I've made it clear I will do everything within my power to support the FDA with any resource it needs to continue to do this as safely and as quickly as possible. And our nation's top doctors are committed to keeping the public at large updated on the process so parents can plan. Now of the schools. We know that if schools follow the science and implement the safety measures like testing, masking, adequate ventilation systems as we provided the money for, social distancing, and vaccinations, then children can be safe from COVID-19 in schools. Today, about 90% of school staffs and teachers are vaccinated. We should get that to 100%. My administration has already acquired teachers at the schools run by the Defense Department because I have the authority as president of the federal system, the Defense Department, and the Interior Department to get vaccinated. That's authority I possess. Tonight, I'm announcing that will require all of nearly 300,000 educators in the federal head paid program, Head Start programs, must be vaccinated as well to protect your youngest. Our youngest, most precious Americans, and give parents the comfort. And tonight, I'm calling on all governors to require vaccination for all teachers and staff. Some already have done so. We need more to step up. Vaccination requirements in schools are nothing new, they work. They're overwhelmingly supported by educators and their unions. And to all school officials trying to do the right thing by our children, I'll always be on your side. Let me be blunt. My plan also takes on elected officials in states that are undermining you in these life-saving actions. Right now, local school officials are trying to keep children safe in a pandemic while their governor picks a fight with them and even threatens their salaries or their jobs. Talk about bullying in schools. If they'll not help, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. The Department of Education has already begun to take legal action against states undermining protection that local school officials have ordered. Any teacher or school official whose pay is withheld for doing the right thing we will have that pay restored by the federal government 100%. I promise you, I will have your back. The fourth piece of my plan is increasing testing and masking. From the start, America has failed to do enough COVID-19 testing. In order to better detect and control the Delta variant, I'm taking steps tonight to make testing more available, more affordable, and more convenient. I'll use the Defense Production Act to increase production of rapid tests, including those that you can use at home. While that production is ramping up, my administration has worked with top retailers like Walmart, Amazon, and Kroger's. And tonight, we're announcing that no later than next week, each of these outlets will start to sell at-home rapid test kits at cost, the, for the stations
0: along month. the Sean Hannity Show network. We continue our coverage with the president as we head into this uh, break, local break. If you care to take it,
1: this immediate pr- price reduction for at-home test kits for up to thirty-five percent reduction. We'll also expand expand free testing at ten thousand pharmacies around the country, and we'll commit. We're committing two billion dollars to purchase nearly 300 million rapid tests for distribution to community health centers, food banks, schools, so that every American, no matter their income, can access free and convenient tests. This is important to everyone, particularly for a parent or a child with a child not old enough to be vaccinated. You'll be able to test them at home and test those around them. In addition to testing, we know masking helps stop the spread of COVID-19. That's why when I came into office, I required masks for all federal buildings on federal lands, on airlines and other modes of transportation. Today, tonight, I'm announcing that the Transportation Safety Administration, the TSA, will double the fines on travelers that refuse to mask. If you break the rules, be prepared to pay. And by the way, show some respect. The anger you see on television toward flight attendants and others doing their job is wrong. It's ugly. The fifth piece of my plan is protecting our economic recovery. Because of our vaccination program and the American Rescue Plan, which we passed early in my administration, We've had record job creation for a new administration. Economic growth unmatched in 40 years. We cannot let unvaccinated do this progress. Undo it. Turn it back. So tonight, I'm announcing additional steps to strengthen our economic recovery. We'll be expanding COVID-19 economic injury disaster loan programs. That's a program that's going to allow small businesses to borrow up to $2 million from the current 500,000 to keep going if COVID-19 impacts on their sales. These low-interest, long-term loans require no repayment for two years and can be used to hire and retain workers, purchase inventory, or even pay down higher-cost debt racked up since the pandemic began. I'll also be taking additional steps to help small businesses stay afloat during the pandemic. Sixth, we're gonna continue to improve the care of those who do get COVID-19. In early July, I announced the deployment of surge response teams. These are teams comprised of experts from the Department of Health and Human Services, the CDC, the Defense Department, and the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, to areas in the country that need help to stem the spread of COVID-19. Since then, the federal government has deployed nearly 1,000 staff, including doctors, nurses, paramedics, into 18 states. Today, I'm announcing that the Defense Department will double the number of military health teams that they'll deploy to help their fellow Americans in hospitals around the country. Additionally, we're increasing the availability of new medicines recommended by real doctors, not conspiracy theorists. The monoclonal antibody treatments have been shown to reduce the risk of hospitalization by up to 70% for unvaccinated people at risk of developing severe disease. We've already distributed 1.4 million courses of these treatments to save lives and reduce the strain on hospitals. Tonight, I'm announcing we will increase the average pace of shipment across the country of free monoclonal antibody treatments by another 50%. Before I close, let me say this. Communities of color are disproportionately impacted by this virus. And as we continue to battle COVID-19, we will ensure that equity continues to be at the center of our response. We'll ensure that everyone is reached. My first responsibility as president is to protect the American people and make sure we have enough vaccine for every American, including enough boosters for every American who's approved to get one. We also know this virus transcends borders. That's why even as we execute this plan at home, We need to continue fighting the virus overseas, continue to be the arsenal of vaccines. We're proud to have donated nearly 140 million vaccines over 90 countries, more than all other countries combined, including Europe, China, and Russia combined. That's American leadership on a global stage. And that's just the beginning. We've also now started to ship another 500 million COVID vaccines, Pfizer vaccines, purchased to donate to 100 lower-income countries in need of vaccines. And I'll be announcing additional steps to help the rest of the world later this month. As I recently released uh, the key parts of my pandemic preparedness plan so that America isn't caught flat-footed with a new pandemic, comes again, as it will, next month, I'm also going to release the plan in greater detail. So let me close with this. We have so we've made so much progress during the past seven months of this pandemic. The recent increases in vaccinations in August already are having an impact in some states where case counts are dropping in recent days. Even so, we, we remain at a critical moment, a critical time. We had the tools. Now we just have to finish the job with truth, with science, with confidence. And together, as one nation. Look, we're the United States of America. There's nothing, not a single thing we're unable to do if we do it together. So let's stay together. God bless you all and all those who continue to serve on the front lines of this pandemic. And may God protect our troops. Get vaccinated.
0: There we go with the voice. Vaccinate. With Joe Biden. Anyway, uh, the half hour speech. No, of course, he didn't mention Afghanistan and the people he left behind. At one point, Joe Biden, my my staff, like, shouted out all simultaneously, "I'll, I'll have your back. I'll have your back. Like. You said two weeks before you abandoned Americans in Afghanistan. I'll have you back. Not exactly. Um, there's a lot to decipher and and take apart here, a lot of which is the mandated aspects of Joe Biden's plans to attack the virus. One thing Joe didn't mention, uh, daily U.S. COVID cases up more than 300 percent from Labor Day last year. Yes, we have. He finally mentioned for the first time that I've heard monoclonal uh, antibodies, the Regeneron's ones I've been telling you about for the longest time. I think. Uh, excuse me. Uh, and the things uh, that. Uh, hang on, I thought I was going to sneeze. Excuse me, so I almost did. That means my that means my antihistamine level of my because <laughs> when you get adrenaline, it's it's a natural antihistamine. I'm laughing to myself. So. Let me just go through a lot of what we have, a lot of lot of interesting things to cut through here today. The thing that stands out the most, let me make a first prediction here. And already an article, ABC News has come out. Um, Biden's new vaccine requirement will meet pushback from meets pushback from unions that helped elect him. The the first thing that I can guarantee you that will be the result, just because Joe mandates and Joe will have your back and Joe dictates and Joe mandates across the board, there will be a lot of lawsuits that will be filed uh, based on what you just heard here today, and I bet a lot of them will probably be fairly successful. Um, and what the, the one thing that stood out in my mind as I'm listening to all of this uh, as somebody that has been very, very clear, and I want to restate my position. And by the way, if you're just rejoining us on the Sean Hannity Show Network, welcome back. Um, it's not one size fits all medicine. That's that was what Joe laid out here today. There was nothing stated. No. He says, follow the science. Follow the science. Follow the science. Let's just get vaccinated. Follow the science. Um, One size fits all medicine does not include people with rare conditions whose doctors uh, tell them, advise them not to get the vaccine. And I'm somebody that believes in science and the, the science of vaccination. My position to you has been always on this program. I care about my audience. I want you to be safe. I want you to be healthy. I want you to live a long life. And the first my first piece of advice is you better take this thing seriously. It's real. I've seen the worst of it. I know people that have been on ventilators for 40 days that have died and people that have been on ventilators in short periods of time that have died. Um, I was in the middle of the, the, the hell that was New York in March and April of, what, 2020. So, and do your own research. And I know a lot of people like to play doctor in Washington and play doctor on... Uh, as even though they're not qualified as hosts of TV and radio shows and tell everybody what they must do. And they, my advice is do your own research. Take it seriously. This thing is real. This thing can kill you. I don't want you to die. I don't want anybody to die. Um, and, but I don't know a thing about your medical history. I don't know a thing about your current medical condition. I'm not a doctor, and I'm not qualified to tell every American what to do here. You know, this vaccine mandate of 100 million Americans, Joe Biden claiming it's not about freedom. It's not about personal choice. It's based on the science. What about the science that would exempt some people for the for medical reasons from getting a vaccine? That may sound like a very small a number of cases, and it is. But what about those people? Are they mandated to get the vaccine too? Joe? Didn't address that part. Joe didn't address the part of following the science. The Cleveland Clinic, they're one of the most respected institutions in the country. And the Cleveland Clinic's argument is if you had COVID, you have natural antibodies. Even when your antibody levels, your blood levels drop, you still have what's called T-cell immunity. That was not addressed either in the course of this speech. So it really comes down to a one-size-fits-all medical program mandates but, of course, then Joe says it's not about freedom. So this has nothing to do with freedom. This has nothing to do with personal choice. One other thing that and, and the president rightly pointed out that for many people, the vaccine has been effective. It has been free. Um, the new steps that he has, uh, he says this is mo- a pandemic of the unvaccinated that doesn't really fully address the breakthrough cases. He was talking specifically today about Delta, but behind Delta, we've got another variant we're keeping an eye on called Lambda. That's the Peruvian uh, uh, variant. Then behind that, we got the MU or the MU variant, however you want to pronounce it. And the president spent a lot of time almost attacking Americans for reasons that maybe he doesn't know about for failing to get the shot. Um and blaming politicians for that 80 million number figure of Americans for not getting the shot. Um, and, you know, then saying that our patience is running out on all of this. And there's been confusion and misinformation. Well, a lot of the confusion has come from him, you know, because it's either mask or vax, Joe once said. Well, then there's Joe fully vaxxed, socially distant outside with a fully vaxxed wife with a mask on going into Jimmy Carter's house, if you recall. And then when he's around older people, 96 and former first lady Rosalind Carter, 93, respectively, and he takes his mask off and in very close quarters gets pictures taken with the Carters. That's not exactly uh, uh, that is the essence of a confusing message to people. If it was vax or mass. Now it's not vax or mass. Now we do have breakthrough cases. I have a friend of mine that is fully vaccinated that in fact contracted COVID. First thing he did within 24 hours, he had the Regeneron infusion. Not easy to get, by the way. President did make one good point that that will be more readily available for people. I think that's a good part of what he's had to say today. But he was, he was almost attacking Americans and i i've interviewed too many people that have these rare conditions it's actually shocking one girl in particular i mentioned earlier in the program you know wanted to go to her dream was dream school 19 years old byu and uh in hawaii and it was a hawaii decision not a byu decision she got in but they wouldn't make a medical exemption when she was 19 i should have said she had a vaccination that paralyzed her and her doctor says she cannot get this vaccine what do you do with these rare cases what do you do with the science of the cleveland clinic and that's where i'm telling you that there's going to become a lot of lawsuits are going to come into play here that's just a prediction i can make right out of the top um now abc news biden's new vaccine requirement meets pushback from unions who helped elect him a commitment to american labor helped Fuel his bid for the White House, the most pro-union president you've ever seen, he promised to be. But his support for Biden's the support for Biden's leadership that united more than 50 union groups during the campaign has threatened to splinter publicly this week over this plan that Biden it has been leaking out in the last two days was announcing. And that is the plan for federal workers, union workers to get COVID-19 vaccine or f- face regular testing or other restrictions. Now, um, at least the option and he's talking about companies that have a, a, a hundred or more employees now will be mandated to make sure that everyone that works for them is going to be vaccinated again, fully vaccinated. Um, he again attacked pandemic politics um you cannot allow these americans uh our patience is running thin he acknowledged breakthrough cases and and he's right breakthrough cases are not resulting in the same level of hospitalizations and death now is that going to change with the lambda variant is that going to change with the mu variant you know again one size fits all medicine right uh, requirements now that all nursing home workers, okay, that mandated, all hospital workers, you mean people that worked in hospitals in the middle of the pandemic and saved lives, they're now going to be mandated to get a vaccine or they're going to be fired? There's going to be a whole s- slew of lawsuits, I can promise you, on that front alone. And then the people that will cite the Cleveland Clinic, there'll be lawsuits there also. All healthcare workers, home care workers, et cetera, um, all contractors to the federal government, all executive branch workers mandated Department of Labor, a hundred more million more workers, you know, sweeping ma- vaccine mandates for everybody, or else you're not going to be able to work. Uh, and, you know, <clears throat> he's then went forward with a plan, uh, again, saying not about freedom of personal choice, but, you know, his Department of Labor will, inst- start an emergency ruling of his 100 or more employees either a negative test once a week or mandated vaccination and he says even fox news i don't know i'm i, I don't work in the fox news building so i'm not i don't i don't have Nobody's talked to me about it to be very frank um which is pretty funny that'll make news how did he says fox didn't talk to him about it i'm not in the building i'm all alone how do you like that can you believe it of so this And that I just think it's going to be take a long time, you know, for this to unwind and unravel itself. And I don't think it's going to go exactly the way President Biden thinks it's going to go. Um, He at one point now also today supports vaccinations for children 11 on under. It's going to be interesting to watch how how. Parents are going to respond to that. I've not seen the science on vaccinated children 11 and under. He's saying that he supports it. Okay, I'd like to see the science behind that. There was no mention of Dr. Fauci. There's no mention of the NIH and the funding and the evidence now that is mounting in the Intercept's documents, 900 of them that were very condemning towards Fauci's conduct the entire time, or Fauci's emails, or why Fauci even still has a, a job. Uh, then he talked about booster shots, calling it more protection. He didn't mention the two FDA officials that resigned this week over the very issue of booster shots. You know, we've come a long way from, you know, two weeks to, to settle the curve or lower the curve, or what was the words they used at the time? You know, now it's two years down the line, three different varying vaccinations. And he made a big point of saying now it's FDA approved. So that means it's OK. Um, he's making a plea through doctors. I think I think that's, you know, that's perfectly legitimate. I think doctors need to weigh in with their patients. What's best for them based on their unique medical history and their current medical condition? Um, Our patience is thin, he said. Do the right thing. This has now been building this hostility towards people for reasons that maybe, you know, nobody in the course of this whole discussion seems to care at all about uh, doctor-patient confidentiality. Nobody seems to care about medical privacy in any of this. I do. Those are things that are important to me. Uh, the Department of Labor, more than a hundred more workers. So, you know, along with this vaccination mandate of a hundred million Americans that he tells us is not about freedom at all. If it was about freedom, then you would have the choice not to get vaccinated. And if you, they want you to take a test once a week to, so that you can work, at least that option would be available. All teachers now are going to be mandated. His plan, he says, he's going to take on states and governors. Uh, I have a funny feeling that those governors, one of them, Christy Noem, uh already talking about a lawsuit will be on Hannity tonight, uh, takes on states and and I'll 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 use all my power to get those governors out of the way. That's what he said. And if any teacher has any pay taken away or that pay will be restored, I'll have your back. And all I can think of is like you had the back of our fellow American citizens in Afghanistan. Joe, is that the same kind of I'll have your back? uh i do know about the at-home test kits i've discussed them on this program it was how that friend of mine first discovered that he had he tested positive um and then double the fines for travelers that refused to wear masks etc cetera, etc cetera. uh then he did get into the monocolonial uh antibodies like regeneron and eli Lilly's version of it etc um and and that's where it now is. He didn't mention that daily U.S. COVID cases are up more than 300 percent from Labor Day last year. But he had a lot of hostility towards Americans that have decided for reasons that I don't really know. And I don't really feel I have a right to ask. You know, I know people have been wanting, pleading, begging me to tell them what to do. And I'm giving you my best advice because I don't know your medical history and I don't know your medical condition current medical condition i'm not a doctor either um my personal views are i believe in science i do i believe in the science of vaccination the kid i had all those vaccinations okay i turned out fine but with that said i'm not in the right position to tell you but i will tell you this take it seriously you know be thorough there's information if you have a cell phone you have access to more information than you can shake a stick at and this audience is smart they know how to read and i trust in your ability to make the right decision consult your doctor doctors people in the medical community that you trust and then make the decision that's right for you Pfizer, moderna the different mrna uh vaccines versus for example the johnson and johnson vaccine more traditional vaccine and or maybe you're in a, a position have a rare condition that prevents you from getting a vaccine that I wouldn't know about. You listen to me, you get the vaccine, you have a rare condition, and God forbid, like that young girl, you you have a terrible reaction or worse. I wouldn't want to be responsible for that. But you got to take it seriously. I will tell you that Americans have. Donald Trump took it seriously. That's why we have three vaccines with Operation Warp Speed. Uh, That's why we have monoclonal antibodies, because Donald Trump provided that for Joe Biden. That was all left for him. And yet we have a 300% increase from Labor Day last year. Anyway, 800 941 Shawn is on number. We'll have a lot more on Hannity tonight. Whether you just want to, whether you just moved but want to give your place a little love this fall, Blinds.com has brand new window treatments to make your house feel more like a home. Blinds.com makes it simple, easy, affordable to upgrade the whole house with the latest styles, premium materials, even motorization. Blinds.com has no hidden fees, no misleading quotes. Not sure where to get started? Well, they have professional design consultations they will give you for free. Blinds.com, the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Over 25 million blinds sold, 35,000 five-star reviews, Uh, whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or they'll do the install start to finish. They always give you free shipping, 100% guaranteed fit. And on top of that low price that no store can beat at all, they give you an additional 35% off site-wide right now when you go to Blinds.com. Blinds.com and you tell them you're French on Hannity site. All right, the school year is getting started for millions across the nation. Chances are your child's learning environment is not going to be a perfect one. Now, Acellus Power Homeschool, they have become the answer for both schools and for parents that have decided to bring their child's classroom either partially home or for full-time homeschooling. Now, parents worry that their kids are getting behind in math because school's Had to close last year, and other parents worry if their kids are on track to read at their grade level. And now we're worried again that our kids might face disruptions this school year. Now, at PowerHomeschool.org, it's one word. You're going to see how parents can control their children's education by offering online courses at home taught by some of America's greatest teachers. Now, it's especially effective if your student is struggling or students with learning disabilities. If you are considering homeschooling or looking to fill any gaps at home, Please visit powerhomeschool.org. That's powerhomeschool.org today. All right, full coverage tonight. Lawsuits that are coming. We'll have a full list. States, rare conditions, things that you didn't hear. Coming up, 9 Eastern.